Hello, hello, hello. So, the big reveal. The bit that I've been working on so hard with clients on for the last little while, which I'm very excited to release, which is the launch of the brand new up-to-date female fat loss program. So what makes this so, so different compared to anything else that you see out there from other coaches, other people, this has actually been created by clients. So I spoke to a number of my one-to-one clients and my group coaching clients in the last little while. And I sat down with them and had a meeting with them and had a call with them and kind of asked them what would they need or what did they want at the very beginning that they potentially didn't see from anyone else. So what they've gone and done in the background is they've created add-ons to what I already do. So if you're someone who's looking to finally lose all that weight, keep it off, banish the belly, understand that you can have your weekends have your drinks away have your meals away have your drinks out with the girls or the lads whatever it may be and break that all or nothing mindset so most approaches that you go for it all seems very very doable for the first few weeks and then you stop the wheels come off you start off very very confident and then something happens life ramps up one of the kids gets six and then you're staring back at you and looking in the mirror again and you're looking at yourself putting yourself down you look at you start to pinch you start to look at everything else and you're looking for someone to aid you. You're looking for someone to guide you. But nothing ever happens. The scales never budge. You are losing confidence. You're losing motivation. You're losing determination. You get frustrated. You end up pressing the fuck up button, getting a takeaway, having a few drinks, eating more than you maybe need to. You decide to sit down and have a Netflix marathon and you end up getting about 1,200 steps in your day. You end up picking more food because you don't know how to deal with your emotions. You let things slide over a week or two and then you're back up into your old thing. You repeat that cycle over and over again and you're lost. You don't know what to do. You've tried everything. You've tried clean eating. You've tried low carb. You've tried fasting diets. You've tried keto. You've tried cutting out chocolate. You've tried every, you've tried every single insane thing that you've ever done. But this program is going to be different. This is now eight weeks of coaching where you get weekly check-ins. You have weekly lives with me on a Facebook group. You get your tailored calories. You have gym or home workouts. You are able to do this at any age. The workouts take anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how quick you are doing them. It doesn't mean that you have to do endless amounts of prep. The simple thing that we focus on at the very beginning of each week is, have you got a shop in? That's easy. It doesn't mean endless amounts of cardio. It doesn't mean that you're cutting out any food group. It means that you're able to have chocolate and carbs every single day. You're getting rid of food fear. You're getting rid of that all or nothing mindset. And the biggest thing that I would say is that is the feedback that is coming back from the current female fat loss group and the current one-to-one clients. It's losing that food fear. It's losing that fear of undoing anything. It's losing that all or nothing mindset. So it can be done. Once you let go of that fear, life changes. Your mindset changes. Dropping restriction, dropping those food rules. That's what this program is for. My job with this program is to make sure this is the last program you ever do. That you are in a place that I'm going to give you all the secrets and the tips that you're able to go off on your own by at the end of it. So, what does it involve? It involves you clicking on the button into in the show notes to book on your priority place. It's eight weeks of coaching for 99 euro. The old package was six weeks of coaching for 169. I brought it down for eight weeks coaching, so I've added another two weeks on for 99 euro. That's one euro seventy a day. That is half your cup of coffee if you live in Dublin or one of those fancy cities of your cup of coffee a day. It's one euro seventy. It's not a whole lot to get life-changing results, a life-changing mindset that's going to add to your life and the people around you. So If you're ready, click on the link below, book your spot. As soon as that number, as soon as the number gets hit on the amount of people that sign up, that link will shut down and you won't be able to come in. It starts on the 10th of April. So if you have a holiday, if you have something coming up in the summer, like getting married, it's perfect for you. It will get you the results that you can actually keep and maintain. There's recipe books, there's workouts, there's lives, there's Q and A's with me. And use weekly check-ins for accountability. And there's a like-minded group of a Facebook group that you can share things with. And everyone supports everyone. You don't have to share if you don't want, but you can if you want. 
it's support that a lot of people want. It's getting away from that all or nothing mindset and that's what this is for. So if you're interested in working with me in the Female Fat Loss Program, starts on the 10th of April, 2023, 99 euro for for eight weeks, which is year, one euro seven to your day. I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it cheap and cheerful so everyone can join. So if you're interested, click on the link below, and I'm looking forward to working with you on the 10th of April. How are we? We are very good. We thank just you so had much. a little chat. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on because I know I kind of I only ever reach out to clients that have a proper story and then also have seen the mindset shift and i think it's important to your story is before me and then there's a different perspective after me on different things so you have to take credit for all of it um but it's important to outline there has been massive changes in many different areas so first thing before we start what's your name where do you come from and why did you get in touch um, so first of all, thank you very much for having me. I'm super excited and it's actually really, really flattering, uh, to be one of those person with the mind, sh- with the mind shift. So I appreciate it. Uh, I'm Tana. I am 37. Uh, we're not talking about 40, just 37. <laughs> and, uh, I am Israeli, but based in London, uh, married, no kids yet with a dog. And, um, and yeah, and I have a whole story, which I'm happy to share. But if you want to navigate with questions. Yeah. So I think that the big thing is to start from the, the kind of start. Like, why did you We'll talk about the, 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 the massive change that you made in your life. And I think this is an important part for it kind of gives a little bit of context. So what yeah. was a massive shift for you at the beginning before you even got any coach? All right, sure. So I'm going to say about a massive shift in my personal life, like a career change that I've made. And that relates directly to the massive change in my mindset. So I'm in the legal profession. It's an incredibly demanding profession. I've been working as a partner at one of the biggest law firms in the world, really, and have shifted to an in-house role. Still very demanding, still very fulfilling, but I have decided about a year and a half ago now to prioritize you know, myself, my family life. So that's one very big change that I've made. Now, I've always been into sports. I've always been, you know, kind of, I would say pretty well nourished because Mediterranean, you know, we eat lots of vegetables. It's not like I was like one of those McDonald's for breakfast ever in my life or, you know, really overweight in any way. But as part of the year and a half ago shift, I also wanted to focus more on, you know, my workouts and my nutrition and just make it more structured. Then I have a massive, massive, you know, mental change. So again, aside from more me time, prioritizing my family, I went from my past goal, which was being as skinny as possible, weigh as little as possible. There wasn't even a why to it. It was more like society dictated what I've seen in my household, what I've seen in other households to today's goal, which has absolutely nothing to do with it. And it's, you know, feeling best in my skin, body composition, um, you know, being able to balance like you know, a balanced lifestyle, nourishing myself, but also indulge. So today indulging is, you know, inseparable from the, like, I would not live without chocolate, which is something that you, you know, made me understand that is very, very possible. You can still look good, feel good, eat chocolate daily. So massive, massive changes. And obviously there was a whole road to it, which I'm happy to share, but that's kind of like the me today. And it's it's amazing to see because I know you're quite you're quite strict with your your you time, which is something that I think is refreshing. You said something off air about one of the biggest things that you make sure of is that morning routine for yourself. Can you talk about that and the line that you said before we came on air? Yes. Sure, I certainly can. So I'll take one step back. As part of the year and a half ago change, I started working with a different coach, not naming names, but, um, you know, we just didn't mesh in the sense where they were more focused on like bodybuilding. And I pretty quickly realized that's just not me. Uh, it's not what I'm after. Having said that, the best thing I took from that program was um, starting probably over a year ago now. Every morning, first thing I do is go on a walk. 
every morning I do one hour walk, which I know you're a strong supporter of too. And it just helped everything in my life. I had extreme back pains because as you can imagine, sitting 20 hours a day in front of a computer is absolutely amazing for your back. So one hour at least a day, you know, set aside, go on a walk. Stress relief. I have a very stressful job and I have a crappy personality that is like stress prone. So like stress relief definitely helps just being in nature. I mean, there's countless, you know, um, uh, information about how much that helps to relieve your stress and just, you know, clear my thoughts, listen to podcasts I love on my walk. And that's how I get to you. Uh, I listen to your podcast and you said a sentence that profoundly stuck with me, which is why are you letting a piece of plastic determine your worth? And I'm a pretty self-aware person. And honestly, it hit me like a thousand bricks. And I realized that you know, fuck, sorry, but I know I'm allowed to say fuck on your, yeah. Fuck's that word. So, yes. So fuck, I have done this my whole life. Like if the scale showed 47.9, it was a great day. And if it showed 48.6, it's like the worst day. And it actually affected my mood. And it, it's like, I really, you know, again, I'm pretty self-aware. So I just had that realization of I'm actually doing that. Like, okay, I'm not, you know, destructive. I still go to work. I still see my friends. I smile and I enjoy myself, but it actually bothered me. And the fact that it bothered me, bothered me. And I decided that I have to change my mind. And that's when I reached out to you and realized that it doesn't matter how many weights you lift or how many walks you go on until you straighten your head, until you get into a good mindset and a healthy headspace, there is, you're not really making any change. You just lose two kilos, gain them back. And it's not a true change. You've posed some uncomfortable questions, you know, and made me deal with some uncomfortable truth. But now today we're like, I think what, eight months into working together. I'm like literally liberated. It's not that I don't get on the scale. I do, but I don't have the reaction to the scale at all that I used to. It's just one metric, just like you know, my waist and my clothes, how my clothes fit. I, I feel so much better. I have, you know, more confidence and just 10 times more awareness. It's just I have this body, mind, soul, and not to sound at all like a cliche. I don't want to throw up all over myself, but like just this, that's a true connection of just like feeling good in your own skin and led to like, you know, my new goal in life, which is body composition. I mean, if I put it in one sentence, when your headspace is not in the right, place, you cannot even respond the following questions. What would you rather weigh five kilos less, but look exactly the same or weigh two kilos more and look tripped? Like people don't get it. Muscles, you need to eat to get muscles. I get it today, but it took so much time, work, self-work. Like you can't get around it. You have to do the self, you know, work and improvement, but it's like so, so worth it, ladies and men. It's like, I feel amazing. So yeah. So that's the biggest thing. And thank you for sharing that because I know you're not the first person to say that I ask awkward questions and I should be <laughs> called the Riddler at this stage because <laughs> I just ask questions. I don't give any answers. I just give questions. And I think it's it's important that what you said so much there about your goal has gone from being as skinny as possible and then your goal was about weighing a certain amount that if it was this amount, I'd be happy. If it was this amount that you would be unhappy or it would affect your mood. And then you've also said that the headspace is the most important thing. If that's in place, the rest is easy. But why do so many people, in your opinion, go for the result first rather than working on the headspace second? But it's easy to avoid wanting to do the hard work. I mean, you annoyed me when you asked the questions. You you know what I mean? And But that's the only way to go. I mean, it really is the only way to go because otherwise... I don't even think it's a yo-yo diet. Though yo-yoing is happening because when your headspace is not in a good place, it, you focus on scales or like everything around the actual issue. Whereas where you resolve the actual issue, you can move forward. You can have a plan. You can find a coach that works for you. You put more time into it because it's coming from a healthy place. And again, it's not to say, oh, every day is perfect. I feel good in every dress I put on. Not at all. And I have two things that I still need to work on, which I'm happy to share on the podcast as well, that I'm definitely behind on. But now everything feels workable. Everything feels workable because of where I am in my head. 
Um, my, I saw you nodded. So I'm going to go to the two things that I still need to work on. So it's sleep for sure. And stress management. So like walking definitely helped with, you know, stress management, but that's definitely when I still fall behind because a, my job, just like my job is stressful. My lifestyle is stressful. I mean, I'm a freaking Russian Israeli, like, of course I'm hyper and stressed. So, but I, what I got from you are tools. Like I manage my stress now. I'm not not stressed. And you can even hear how I speak. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like the most laid back Zen person at all, but I manage my stress. I put date nights with my husband. Like travel is something I've always done, but I try to really disconnect when I travel. I put massage in lens. I freaking hate it. It hurts me. And I still go because it's like one hour of not. My workouts have always been like a stress relievers. But now I have like a structured plan, you know, phone aside, aside from music. And like, I really try to, when I have my me time, which is still pretty limited as compared to others, it's a real me time. It's like real focus to try and de-stress, to try and get focused. And it's like, it's invaluable for me. Sleep. I mean, honestly, I've sucked at it my whole life. Just some people are like better sleepers, you know, put their head on the pillow and go to sleep and some are not. For me, that's when the party starts with everything I haven't done or haven't gotten to. So, but again, trying to manage it, drink this tea, do like a list of, you know, whatever, like journal, like I try everything to make it better. But like even the realization that like you're not going to get muscles, you're not going to get anything right if you don't get your sleep in, in check is something that you need to understand. Right. So and now I do now I'm in a place where I can soak information in when your mindset, the headspace is off. It doesn't matter what people tell you, right? You're just not going to get there. Yeah. You're not going to get there. So I'm very proud of my realization. And I'm, of course, proud of the things that I got in check. And I understand that it's going to be like an, you know, really everlasting like process to get sleep in check and stress. And like, I mean, I'm freaking, you know, moving countries now to try and see if a yeah. more serene environment is going to get me less stress. But yeah, but it's the realization that is like a good place to be. You said something really interesting there about when you're kind of in a potential negative headspace or in a certain headspace, it doesn't matter what someone says to you, you're not going to listen. And I, I think everyone is there. Like everyone has been there. It's like if someone's giving you advice on finance or work and something and or else and you value their opinion, whatever it may be, if you're not willing to listen to it, it's never ever, nothing's ever going to change. But what what landed for you? from either listening to the podcast or the change in the approach from the previous coach to now, what landed for you that was like, actually, I need to get this headspace right? Was well, it just the, I'm going to say this in a barrage of questions? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it was a lot of things together, right? Like when I went on this journey to better my life, really, I've done a lot of things together. So I don't know that I can even point to one, but between the walking the hiring a coach. And I totally understand, maybe not everyone can, you know, afford it. But I feel in today's world, just as much as it like becomes more and more expensive, you also have plentiful more options of what you can do in your budget. And as we said, before we went on air, walking one hour is freaking free. Okay. And something people really hate to admit is no one controls what you put in your mouth. Like, I'm sorry, it's really annoying to realize, but it's true. So, you know, it doesn't mean not to have chocolate or not to indulge every once in a while, but no one's shoving like a raffles, like, you know, packet in your brain. So there is some like self-composure, self-awareness. When for me, I think after you and I did a lot of the digging deep, things just fell into place. Like they really did because the way I was thinking about things was not my past, like must be perfect, that there is in a thing like being perfect. Now I'm thinking about everything with a totally different rationale and in a much healthier way. And I can actually process the information. So again, far from perfect today still and forever will be, but much, much, you know, healthier thinking and also feel like you gave me and others, you know, a lot of tools. I listen to podcasts almost daily. There's so many interesting out there. You know, there's so much research. Like you can like, like there's like an endless pool of information now. If you want to learn, read books, like, you know, you can make yourself like super knowledgeable. 
Um, I even did a nutrition course, but just like not to work at it, just like actually understand, you know, what and, you know, took like allergy tests just to see maybe I'm eating like a ton of hummus and maybe it's really bad. For, you know what I mean? So if you want, there's like all the information is out there and you can better yourself as you go. But it is an endless process. Something always comes up. One thing works for someone else. I also have like freaking bad genes to lose weight. I mean, my husband eats whatever he wants and he's like the skinniest. Like there's like an element of luck. I can already tell you I don't have it, but I'm willing to put the effort and like, you know, see what works better for me. But I think the one thing is that when you get something into your mind, you go after it. And that's the one thing that I've noticed. Like the, once, if something is suggested to you, you're like, okay, well, how do I get this into my life? You're not kind of like, well, I can't do this. I can't do that, which happens to an awful lot of people. They put up a barrier straight away out of fear. You're kind of like, no, I'm actually going to just try this or jump in. And if it doesn't work, we'll make an adjustment to it. And one of the big things that I've seen from yourself, because travel is such an important part of your life. One of the biggest conversations we had probably maybe three months ago was that there was a lot more holidays coming up. It's like, well, what's coming up in the next kind of 12, 15 weeks for you that we need to manage? Because we needed to manage your expectations that you were still potentially tra training before you went on those like weekends away or whatever, or you potentially wanted to train on week on holidays if you wanted to. That's a personal choice. Not everyone has to do that. But the biggest thing for you was managing your expectations. And that was that can be difficult for some clients but you kind of just once something was said to you were kind of like you you almost ask a question but then take it as it's kind of like right i'm going to try this and see how it goes rather than just kind of like no i'm just going to do it my way you're actually willing to listen which i think is a ref i don't think i gave you i've given you enough credit for that because that's the hardest part for people is actually listening to what is being said well thank you for saying that i mean i appreciate the compliment but i will also say why would I pay you money? Right? Like, wh why would I hire you if I am not at all interested in listening to what you have to say? It doesn't have to work, but I am into trying everything yeah. and seeing what works for me. And then we have an open dialogue and I share with you and I say, look, this works, this wouldn't work, this won't work on dates X and Y, because I mean, I don't, you know, I wanted to get help, not because I can't go online and figure out training routine or I like to have that holding hand for if I have a more stressful week or just like now I went away for a week and I asked you, hey, can you write me up some, you know, body workouts because I'm not going to have access to weights in the middle of the Moroccan desert, but I still want to do something. That's me. Like, I, I think like, why not have the tools? Worst case, I could have decided I don't want to work out. Right. But like, at least I had it on my phone. And it was accessible. Like, I feel like if I am getting help. I should use my help. And, you know, that's how I view our relationship. But even if someone is shy or, again, can't afford it, like, honestly, there's so much information online. Now, I'm not saying some of the international line is probably crap, but some of it is not right. And you can still try. Like, I just, you know, as you know very well, maybe six months ago, I started rowing. I don't know why. I just started. Like, I wanted to see. And now I to totally fell in love with it. And I go like at least once a week, if not twice, because I super enjoy it. And if you are going to work out, and I personally enjoy working out, but some people don't, at least find what you like. There's like countless ways to move your body, right? And all of them are good. Everything is better than sitting on a chair. Everything. So, you know, try it out. Like there is a ton to do. And and again, I don't, I'm not going into anyone's pocket. Everyone has their own. But as I said, the walking is free. So like, if that's all you can do, go do that. I love that. But also you've been training from home. So it's not like you've got the yeah. goals that you have from going to a very expensive gym in London, which is very easy to do. Um, our rants on London are very are are, yeah. are funny to watch sometimes. Um, but you've done your workouts from home, and they've been done during kind of COVID times, and then you've kind of kept them going. But the results speak for themselves. Like if you look at your very first progress pictures from previous coach to now, and even after, the changes Amazing. in body composition are huge. But because you've prioritized the other elements. Yeah, I agree. Well, first of all, it's food, right? Like, again, I don't want to sound like all I do is put in chocolate in my body all day. I don't. I try to prioritize protein. I naturally and always have ate a ton of vegetables. Um, and so overall, I would say I have a pretty balanced nutrition. Always had. Of course, you gave me tips. Of course, I'm trying to like more towards. And I also 
I do eat animal products, but I try to eat as little as possible. So the, you know, this whole, it's like an endless game of like trying to figure out how to do it. But I do definitely focus on nutrition as well. And for me, the not going to the gym is not even a money issue. It was more like, I don't have time. Like everything in London takes an hour each direction and drives me crazy. So at home, I wake up, I come back from my walk and I do my workout immediately. I did buy a ton of equipment. I, again, I understand not everyone can do it, but I do have the discipline of, you know, putting up on my screen the workout that you've sent me and doing it. Like it's actually a pleasure for me. But I'm just saying, if it's not a pleasure for someone, then they can go in a class and they can do it with a friend. And it's, yeah, it's endless. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what it is. It's it's making it as kind of easily accessible as possible. As you said, not everyone may not have the finances and some people may not be as time rich as others with other different factors, family, kids, whatever it may be as well. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that a little while ago about kind of breaking up with this that, that mindset around the scales. What really landed for you around that like what really really changed for you with that because i think when you when people realize that alongside the breaking that guilt or shame cycle around food when those two things land it's when that shift happens for clients it's like talking to two different people i agree completely i think for me what changed is beforehand in my life before coaching before you and prior coach all i've done is getting on a scale um, you both introduced me other metrics. When you see that the scale goes up, but whoa, progress photos, actually, I look much better than I have a month ago. Then you realize like it just diminishes in your head, even without the self-work. And we've done a lot of it. But even without that, I mean, you see in front of your face, your body is changing, but the weight isn't. So that's like, you know, some reasonable <laughs> kicks in and you're like, okay, fuck, it's just definitely just as a factual matter, it's not the only thing that matters. It's not the only thing that shifts. You can weigh more and look significant. It's not can, like most people weigh more and look significantly leaner. So that's what I said. When your headspace is in the wrong place, you actually don't know what to respond to that question about five kilos less or two kilos more. When you have progress photos in front of you and you, know, you drop a size in your pants or whatever, you you start immediately feeling much better and i just think it like completely diminishes the importance of scale it just becomes like another factor you know even like as you know like ahead of your cycle like i weigh a bit more i don't care now though it's just like a factual thing yeah. it's not yeah so that's how it is i think I, I really would recommend to someone that the only thing they're doing is getting on a scale to do other things. Like we measure my waist. Like there is no physical way for me to lose centimeters of my waist if my body isn't changing. And it doesn't matter what the scale says. It is just a factual situation. And so since we've started, I think I've dropped like three or four or something centimeters. So of course my body is changing and I can feel it in my clothes and I can feel it in my mood and my energy levels. But I'm just saying, if it's actually, you know, harming you, just don't get on the scale at all. But for me, I've just learned to like treat it as any other, you know, factor that I measure and I don't really put any association to it, positive or negative. And, and I think the big thing that you've said there is bringing in the other metrics. Like there are other metrics. Yeah. How you're feeling, confidence, libido, quads growing, progress pictures, measurements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I think one of the, yeah, well, as you said, they're also like, this, like the scales will go up. Like people just need to accept that it will go up. But that it's what people make that mean. People are looking for validation yeah. for their efforts. They're looking for, it's what the people mean by when they step on the scales and it goes up. It's like, well, what are other people going to think is essentially what they're really thinking. It's like validation for their yeah. efforts. And it's like, well, if so, if 7 billion or 8 people in the world turned around and said, you're amazing for what you weigh, you're not going to believe them. So it's not about what yeah. you want. It's not about acceptance from other people. It's acceptance from yourself. And that's difficult. And that doesn't land for many people. Because they're like, well, I I get all these nice comments. Nice comments are great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but they're not what's going to get you up in the morning. They're not. They're not. If you don't love yourself, it doesn't matter who's going to love you. It doesn't matter. And it's it's not, again, you don't wake up every day saying oh, I'm the shit. Like no, you don't. And and you shouldn't. But it, there is 
you have to fall in love with the process. Okay. I am in a process. There is not even an end goal. I want to always eat healthy and nourish my body. I want to always go and enjoy my vacation and eat fucking bowls of pasta and pizza and enjoy it, not feel guilty about it. I, I don't even have you ask in your questionnaire. Yeah. Do you feel guilty? And not once have I told you that I am because no. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I'm eating pizza. So what? Like pizza doesn't get come hunt you down when you sleep. And that's a beautiful place to be. Like if I can recommend to everyone being is it in a good, you know, you don't, I don't, I'm going on a Michelin star restaurant on Saturday and there's shit. No way I'm going to eat like a salad. Like there's no, that's not what I'm going, you know? And, and the next day, I think another massive tool that I kind of collected from the type of podcast of yourself, Brian, you know, all of those is the power of reset. Okay. Go do your thing. Just wake up the next day and reset. Reset doesn't mean today I will eat lettuce only. Not at all, but our body, it's like, a, it's a balance. Okay. Like what I love and works well for me, again, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't work for everyone, but I have an average weekly calorie that mm-hmm. that's kind of how we started. It's amazing for me because if I have a business dinner today and I'm being treated to a Michelin star, I mean, free, it's a freaking free meal and an amazing restaurant. I want to eat it, you know? And then the next day I will build my, you know, menu. So I'm a bit more high on vegetables and maybe a bit less carbs and maybe just one piece of chocolate. And it's just, it's a beautiful balance, but everything is allowed. Nothing is off limit. And you know, if you have like an event, if I have an event in a week, yeah, I'll be a bit more mindful during the week, but that's not for life. Like chocolate isn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? So I always find like I, or if I'm going on vacation and I want to be in a bikini and feel it's okay, but that's like, that's not prohibition that's just like planning your meals just the way you would every other week um i also have restaurant tips if you'd like to hear about them like kind of how i do so i do go out to eat out quite a bit just like my lifestyle how i am with my husband i have two really good ones that i always implement number one is i always look at the menu of the restaurants beforehand there's no shame in it. Like, just like I plan what I'm going to say on a meeting or I plan my workouts. I also plan my meal. And my second one, which you and I kind of worked up together is like two out of three rule, basically. So eating, you know, starter main and dessert in a restaurant is usually a shit ton of calories. And it's not even whether it's the fact alone that it's a shit ton of calories, because as we said, we can reset and balance. It's more about you don't know what they're putting in that food. It's not like we are making and we know how much olive oil is in or whatever. So I hate the fact that I don't know how to calculate even approximately. So then doing two out of three, like choosing a starter and a main or a start is like just a very good solid way to go where you still enjoy your meal very much, but you don't like, you know, overdo it in a way that is kind of like hard to reset. I'm also, I consume alcohol. Always when I go out, I'm not a drinker at home kind of person, but I drink when I'm outside. And then I try probably not to take dessert as well, because like sugar on top of alcohol on top of sugar is like not the best combination. I mean, it's just common sense. So, yeah, still go out. Definitely indulge. Definitely bowls of pasta. But I do try in a way not to overdo it. And it's not over a guilt. It's more like, "Mm, is it the best thing for my body? Probably not. So I'll kind of work it out in some sort of balancing and some people could like that could trigger some people what you said but i i would tend to agree that it becomes a little bit more automated after a while of that kind of like well i'm going out for a meal do i want all of it or am i going to have a look at the menu or whatever it may be like i know like last weekend i went out for a big meal i was like do you know what i'm I'm just gonna have everything because i want everything and then i'll just reset the next day that weekly calorie average works for an awful lot more people than doesn't work for an awful lot more people it allows that flexibility it allows you to have a weekly calorie balance it's like when you have your get your salary you know what you have to spend each week to get you to the next paycheck it's the exact same thing with weekly calorie average someone is looking for that there's loads of episodes on it like i yeah there's loads and loads of episodes on it but it's 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 kind of like when you were saying there towards the end of kind of like well it's almost like a a a different wording of am i acting like the person i want to become by kind of like well what do i need this extra dessert do i want this extra drink there's no problem in having them you're allowing yourself to have them but you're pausing and saying to yourself right do i need this do i want this and that's the difference for you 
And I, I think if you wanted it and needed it, you'd have it. But that's, and, that, and I think a lot of people will say, well, if I want it or need it, I can have it. It's like you can 100% have it, but it's not going to be the meal out. It's not going to be the cup of the drinks that derails you. It's no. the reset or the bit that you do beforehand that generally derails people. People are like, well, I've had a meal out, so I might as well fuck up my whole week. It's like, okay, well, then if you get into your car, do you puncture your tires before you start driving? It's the exact yeah. same thing. It's that perfection yeah. thing that people look for. And I think that was one of the big things that when we first started was that it was a control and perfection side of things. We yeah. dug into it a lot. I think that was the uncomfortable questions. And I think when you figure that out and where that comes from, you can actually say, hang on, well, is this really aiding me or is this actually hurting me in a way of, is it actually bringing in me any joy? And it's kind of like, not really. So why don't we actually aim for what good enough was? And when we figured that out for you, a light bulb just went like delicious. Yeah. Something changed. I agree. I had a eureka moment. And I do want to comment one thing. You said I may trigger. I just want to uh, caveat. I eat a lot out. So I have to do some of that reset even as I eat out. But if I was the kind of person that eats out once a month, I'd go through all, all the menu. Yeah, yeah. So I just want a distinction. Like for me, it's not like once in a blue moon to go out. So, and because I don't know what they put in my food exactly, I do have this calculator in my mind of like approximately what I'm putting in. But again, not to the point where all I'm going to eat out is a salad. You know what I mean? So I just enjoy it. I like going out to restaurants. And so I always feel like I need to have some sort of like, again, balancing act of which of the things I really want I'm going to have without like overdoing it every time I go out of the house. Yeah, and I think that is like exactly. But I think it it, it, it aligns with your values. But I think you've realized in the last while it's important for you having that time with your husband because and having those meals out, it's it's part of your kind of work as well, bringing clients out and going for those kind of things. And it it shows that you can have meals out and still see progress, yep. whatever that may be. And I think a lot of people feel that they can't. Like if you're going out for like, I don't know, infernos in London every single weekend and having takeaways and takeaways for days afterwards, is that going to get you the results? Probably not, but that's not what we're doing. We're having the meal and we're looking at what what do we do for the rest of the week? Because the rest of the week that's going to make the difference uh, for a lot of people, which is, which is really, really important. You have spoken about kind of like the, the previous coach and the, the, the different mindsets and stuff like that. And I think one of the big mindsets for us, I think early on was around kind of a particular t- part of the body which was the stomach, which is the stomach. The stomach is a big um, pain area for an awful lot of women out there. And we did a lot of inner work on that. Can you talk about what was the drive for you on that? And what was the change for you about not always wanting the perfect, slim, whatever it is? Yeah. So as I said, I still don't wake up every morning looking at myself in my mirror and saying, oh my God, this is just perfection. No, because I don't strive for perfection anymore. First of all, you gave me a lot of perspective. So there is like a genetic component to it, right? There is also like, I'm a woman and in the next two years, I'm likely to get pregnant. And like, do I even want to bring myself to a close to borderline unhealthy maybe situation weight wise where I could have issues getting pregnant. So like my, like, again, headspace perspective changed a lot around that. Um, I just came to some realization of like, I have a certain body type. Okay. I'm very lean in some places. Like even when I do gain a bit of weight, I still look very lean in my arms, for example. Okay. And this is like my structure. I learned to like my own structure, like how my body is looking in its plainest, most natural, like genetic, if you will, form. And now we focus like on a lot of abs workout. Okay. And I try to lift heavier and I do a bit more aerobics because it just feels like overall, I feel that I look a bit leaner through that. And, you know, Maybe I watch some of my chocolate intake because I have quite the sweet tooth. And, you know, you have to, you know, I I hate the sentence like abs in the kitchen, but like, you know what I mean? But I could try to have some more control over, you know, plain shitty sugar intake. 
to feel better. But I also dropped that image. Like I remember I sent you a photo of some probably heavily photoshopped like model. Yeah, and and I and I was like, dude, like that's not even not only is it not me, that's just not like a even a realistic goal. And again, with the whole mindset shift, I'm now trying to have my abs the way they are, the way I was born, pop as much as I can without going crazy overboard, without starving myself, without letting go of chocolate, without working out eight hours a day, which I don't have. So yeah, the whole perspective just became a lot more healthy. And of course, I see results, right? Like taking my progress, but my whole like, "Mm, do I really need like a 16 pack kind of like mellowed down and I just feel better and better in my own skin. I remember when you sent me that picture, I was like, I know it was very, this is like so photoshopped. It's it's frightening. I know it was really bad. The person was like oiled up as well, I think. I don't even think it had a face. I think I literally oh, no, didn't have a, like, she, she didn't have a see, face. I literally just sent you like freaking like here's, made up here's abs. generic abs from Instagram yeah. or from Google. Please. I'm not me. proud of it, man. I'm not proud of it, but this is, it, I just, I, I, I it's funny way. to look back. Yeah. I came a long way. <laughs> it's funny to look back. So I was like, this is literally like not real. Um, no, but I think it, it is important. It, it, what I like for you, what you've said there and you've reframed it of like getting those abs or getting that wasn't worth giving up the enjoyment out of getting chocolate or it wasn't worth giving up eight hours of your day to get to a certain result. You found a way that like, right, one way to fuel your body, one way to fuel your mind by going for the walks and making sure that's on top and managing your stress. And then you've also managed to change the perspective of how you see yourself. You're like, well, this is, this is what I look like. I don't, when people say, when people start talking about body positivity and body acceptance, People think that that doesn't mean that there's days where you don't have bad, a bad body image days. We all have them. You catch yourself in a certain light and you're kind of like, you start sucking in or you start tensing, whatever it may be. We all have those. But the difference between body acceptance and body positivity is accepting, is accepting your body for what it is. And that's exactly what you've done. Body positivity is the next level. Body acceptance is the first step of it. And that is a difficult road for people to take and a very difficult road because you're looking, you're like, if you, you've spoken about your, your bombardo with kind of information on social media all the time about nutrition, you don't know where to get it from. You're bombarded with loads of different social media accounts of, of what, you don't know who to believe or what to look like. And you, you owe it to yourself to be careful of where you're taking your information from and who you're taking it from because as you said, you you could simply just Google a picture and say, this is what my client looks like. It's like, it's not going to be beneficial to anyone. You've gone on your own little journey of kind of like knowledge and self-discovery. You did Brian's nutritional course from what I remember. I did. Uh, so anyone that doesn't know Brian, Brian Keane is, is, uh, has a nutrition course and it, it is really, really good. I've, I've had a sneak peek at it. Uh, and it, it is really, really good. Can you talk, why was it so important for you to be able to upskill yourself in that area and, be able to then to apply it to yourself because people have so much access to so much information, but are so overwhelmed and don't know how to actually apply it to themselves. Yeah. So first of all, it's a personality thing for me. I, I also took a wine course because I wanted to understand like, so I'm just, I just want to put it in, in like a, 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 you know, clear perspective. I like to learn. I like to educate myself. I realized from podcast on upon podcast that I was listening to that, hey, the label in the supermarket, it's not necessarily really accurate. So Brian's course, and I'm sure there are others, dives in a bit uh, deeper and talks about kind of different types of goals that you may have, um, you know, like nutritional goals and, and body competition goals and talks again in a slightly deeper level of like what would work or some things that may work for. So it just gives you like a very good arena of things you can try out on yourself and see what works. Like for me as a person that is trying to eat less animal products, the protein part is the most painful one, right? But I don't want to be jugging on protein bars all day long. Like I don't, I don't believe that that's like, I want a plate of food and I want it to have a good amount of protein. And it's kind of hard because like ironically or not so ironically, when you eat a lot of legumes, you then get bloating and it's like the exact opposite of how you want to feel when you're like nourishing your body. So it's just a very good tool because it sets, you know, in front of you, like endless possibilities to try out on yourself and see what works best. So I recommend it again, if 
if it wasn't for like a budget issue, and by the way, it's not like the end of the world, the, the cost of it, then you could just get more information from what I call, and I'm pretty sure you would agree, a reliable source. Yeah. On social media, man, don't believe what you see on social media. I mean, the amount of like freaking apps that change the way you look and that's what they put up there. I mean, I go less and less. I go to talk to my friends and I post my travel f- photos, but that is not where I get my actual information to body composition work like i just i think it's actually very sick media these days and it's not where i go i actually try to be on it less and less yeah and and, but that's one thing that you've created for yourself you've created that kind of like realm or ecosphere for yourself of kind of like or ecosystem should i say of controlling what's coming into your head but also controlling who you're seeing controlling what information is coming in so and I think we owe a responsibility to ourselves to be able to manage that because there's so much misinformation out there and it's quite scary. It's that you don't know who to believe. Everyone can quote a study to argue their own point. They yeah. really, really can. You can say that carbs make you fat. You can make say insulin makes you fat. You can say rabbits make you fat if you really, really want to. Um, but it's important to understand that genuine nutrition, if anything is so concrete, it's generally somewhere in the middle. It's a little bit too far extreme. The, the answer that wrecks my client's heads is it depends. And I hate being vague, but I have to be vague because it really does depend. Like some people are enjoy more protein. Some people enjoy more carbs. Some people enjoy more fats in their lives. Yeah. It really does depend. I enjoy carbs too much. I don't really, I'm not a huge fats oriented person. I enjoy carbohydrates. And the same as you know, I yeah. like, I love carbs. I don't, yeah. and, carbs, and carbs don't make you fat like exactly. at all. We have to be a bit more savvy, you know, as people, we have to be a bit more savvy, not take everything that we're being told for granted. And that's why I'm saying this experimenting on yourself is really the best way to go, because you'll see how you feel, right? And you'll see how your energy levels are, and you'll see how your mood is like, you don't want to be a moody bitch all day long, because all you do is eat cucumbers, like no one wants that, (laughs) right? So it's, it's it's experimenting is good. And I have to say something like you'll lose some people along the way too. no one likes a happy perky self-confident person like i'm sorry to say it but it's true so be willing to give up some negatives in your life that are not just social media like if someone's not happy for you when you're doing better i mean cut them out like really it's it's a whole process that takes a lot of self-work self-awareness but at the end you feel much better yeah i think that's a really really nice way to kind of finish up it's important to look at your like a social media audit is a great place to start but also a social circle like if yeah. i look at who are my friends back six seven ten years ago they were different they were friends for that stage of life and now it's kind of like well i have the people in my life who i actually want and value and actually have people for different areas of my life who I'll go for business advice, who I'll go for relationship advice, for go for nutrition advice, for loads of different things. Not everyone's going to have the same answer. Not everyone's going to have an answer to everything. So use one person for leverage on certain things and it's a hell of a lot easier. Like if you came to me for, I don't know, legal advice, I wouldn't be able to give it to you. I probably wouldn't come. But you are my wise. (laughs) Wise. I probably end up, you probably end up in court. So you'd be fine. Uh, (laughs) But that's, that's the thing. You need to be able to, you wouldn't go to a doctor for legal advice and that's what i'm trying to say to people is like be careful where you're taking your information from and be careful of who you're kind of you're hanging around with but just have to say a massive thank you for 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 coming on and for sharing everything i think it's it's the the perspective mindset shift is the biggest 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 change for me from from having worked with you because i remember the awkward questions at the start when we first started working with each other and i don't know if you were prepared for them no one's really prepared for them because i get a little bit awkward um but uh but when the, the people that bite into them are the ones that genuinely get that light bulb moment the people that tend to avoid them are attached to those stories that they don't want to let go of them or can't let go of them or don't really want to let go of them because they're then they'll actually have to work on themselves and that is scary as hell for a lot of people and i would always say to people if someone is struggling listen to this and this resonate with someone there is mental health support networks out there for everyone and there are free resources if people can't afford it and i would always say 
that counseling is don't let like people always say well, i'm not too bad to go to counseling I'm like or i need i'm not as i need to get worse to go to counseling because no that's the most silly answer i've ever heard it's like well that's kind of like going to the dentist after your teeth fall out it's kind of yeah. like fix me now it's like no that's not what we need to do but i cannot thank you enough for for coming on and um thank you so much my great pleasure. This was great. And also, yeah, I thought I was coming to you to get like a, you know, a, a menu or a, and instead I got like a whole therapy session, but it was so, so very well worth it. So thank you very much as well. Thank you so much. Bye. What an incredible episode on mindset shift from Tana. It's it's amazing to see the changes in her perspective on her mindset and the hit the nail on the head with what has changed for her on that side of things, which has led to a freer sense of being, sense of wellness, sense of mental health. And it's all led from no restriction, looking after and challenging these stories that we all have and protect us. And I'm not gonna sit here and claim that I'm a psychiatrist because I'm not, I'm not a counselor, but it's important to realize that when we actually do challenge things that are going on in our lives that things can change and that's what i want to do with my one-to-one clients that's what i pride myself on with anyone that works with me and the people that you hear on these podcasts and the people you see up on photos or any of the client wins that i ever share off my stories not a lot of them are scale related a lot of them are more mindset related and that's what my my change of my ethos has been over the last while and that's why I've, I've changed the female fat loss program, which I spoke about at the very beginning of the episode. If you really, really want to get going and lose weight and lose fat and actually learn how to keep it off and get that mindset correct, the female fat loss program starting on the 10th of April is the program for you. It has been created by clients for clients and it will change what you have done. It's been created by clients that have seen the results and kept the results and kept that mindset and now have the tools to be able to go off on their own. And I really, really do hope that you will join us, join me in it. I will cap the numbers because I don't, because I want to keep the, the level of service at the best. So if you're looking for something that's one euro 70 a day, it's eight weeks, 99 euro. If you're interested, click on the link in the write-up or DM me and I'll get you signed up. Starts on the 10th of April, you'll be sent everything over the Friday beforehand and it will genuinely change your life. And I am I will 100% guarantee that. So if you're interested, click on the link below and I really hope that you enjoy the episode.